the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Friday. We finally made it to Friday, and I know I've got lots of listeners out there that love to brag to me when I say TGIF on the socials that every day is is uh, Friday for them because they're retired. Well, you know what? I don't feel envious at all. Y'all earned it. Hat tip to you for the rest of us that are still, and hopefully your retirement's going well and it's not being completely destroyed by Bidenomics. Um, but if you are like me and this week has been a long grind, hopefully you've got some fun activities planned for this weekend. All right. Glad to have you guys join us tonight. Hopefully tonight is a fun way for you to kick off the weekend because we've actually got some fun stories to share with you guys tonight. I'm in a really good mood since it's Friday. Um, and just because, you know, I just love sharing this time with you guys. If you miss any part of tonight's show though, and you're going to want to stick around for all two hours, my babies, but if you miss any part of the show, don't forget to download the podcast wherever you get your pods. Email me at andreakeshow.com, andreakeshow.com. And especially because I've got a question for y'all, and it's almost like a little poll question I've got for you in a few minutes. Before I go any further, though, got to bring in this guy. I missed him. He was out for the better part of a week, and he finally came back on hump day this week. He came back just in time to get over the hump <laughs> towards the weekend. However t- much time I have with him, it's always yummy. It's always nutritional. It's always spicy. It is the one and only DJ Sesame Broccolini. Love me some sesame broccolini. This guy, fiery like a dragon, like a dungeon dragon, high heat sesame broccolini. Oh, I am just so, so, so happy it's Friday. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, It's been quite a week. Also, just quick shout out. Thank you to everyone at the March for Life in Washington, D.C. right now, out there in the snow. The only thing that makes Friday better is. Friday with a cause, with a great cause, truly. Just, I'm really amped on it, honestly. I'm very excited about it. I want to go one year. I really do. And I thought maybe this year, but I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe next year or in the next couple of years. Well, I'm glad you, I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, it actually has gotten very little coverage today. And I know it's because everybody's talking about um, the, there's breaking news on Nikki Haley, a scandal that's brewing. Um, there's, you know, the, uh, the New Hampshire, you know, uh, primary happening. Um, but I think it's really media suppression because they, because as we're going into an election year, given the monumental, the historic, something that people said, conservatives and Christians said was, it could never happen. Donald J. Trump 
himself and 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 was it the Supreme Court? Yes, but only because of the choices that Donald Trump made in his nominees for Supreme Court did the unthinkable happen. And they don't want, and the legacy media, as we go into this election, they do not want Americans to see how many people support life in this country. They are trying to normalize the slaughter of children. There was a Democrat, a black Democrat Congresswoman just a couple of days ago who's saying, you are not a human. And your life doesn't matter until two seconds after you come out of the birth canal. It has gone from uh, being, uh, you know, safe, legal, and rare, and early, you know, under Roe v. Wade to full-grown human beings being slaughtered in the womb. That's what the left wants in this country. So hat tip to those that are braving the cold, that are out there fighting for life. The reality is, is that we are on this, the, the, the majority is with us here because the majority of the may, of people may think that up until the heartbeat is, is okay, but the vast majority of people in this country are not okay. They're not in line with the Democrats who support late-term abortion. The Democrats are the party of death. They are the party of uh, genocide. They are the party of infanticide. They are the party of mass casualty what's the word i'm looking for what do you call it i, I is it, it it is it a genocide when a government decides that uh lives are um disposable for their agenda what is there a political term for that i mean besides communism i think honestly infanticide really does fit it's it's not Maybe in the way that people see it. I, I don't know. I think. Well, that's infanticide. Here's what, I, here's what I'm alluding to. Yeah. There yeah. have been reports that 17 million people have been killed around the world because of these COVID shots, the mRNA shots. A judge bravely yesterday ordered the release of over 8 million adverse reports that were being hidden by the CDC. People are dropping dead right and left. A 29-year-old um olympian uh we had you know um sudden adult death syndrome right and left we have snoop dogg's uh daughter uh has suffered a severe stroke uh it's just it's it's the when and and now we're finding out reports and even if you think even if you think quite frankly i'm trying to be i'm trying to be careful here because I know that I have some listeners and even some people that I work with, they're actually were on board with these shots and actually got boosted. But that's because of the, as we've got the World Health Organization, or I mean, uh, World Economic Forum around the world right now, talking about the number one issue that they face is disinformation and misinformation. What they're really saying is that they want to be able to continue to gaslight citizens around the world to go along with their agenda. Think about what I just said about a judge ordering the release of 7.9 million adverse uh, uh, COVID shot, adverse reactions that were hid hidden from the American people hidden. How many Americans would have gone along with this? If they had said the truth from the beginning, they lied from the beginning and said 
that if you got these shots, you couldn't get it or give it. That wasn't true. Then they changed it to, well, you got to get a second shot. You got to get a third shot. You got to get a fourth. You got to get it every year. And oh, then it's not going to stop you from getting it or giving it, but it'll stop you from dying from it. Then they had to change it to stop you from going to the hospital. All lies, every bit of it. And now I find out today on top of that, that we have a, a, um, a, um, in Colorado, there is, there is an Ebola vaccine that has been given to workers, uh, ex an, an experimental Ebola shot, so-called vaccine that was given the Ebola jab that was given to a hospital, hospital workers in Colorado, knowing that it has a 31.7% uh, shedding factor. So that means, first of all, I wanna know why we are injecting anybody with an Ebola virus vaccine. Why are we doing that? Sesame Broccolini, have we had an Ebola crisis in this country? Even when we had people coming here, remember, I don't know if you even remember back uh, years ago where there was an Ebola outbreak in Africa and we had some medical care people that came back here with Ebola. We put them in a hospital in Houston. It never ended up being an outbreak. There's absolutely no reason for why we are injecting anybody with the o e Ebola virus. On top of that, according to this article I'm reading, the shedding problem could explain why Africa's 2016, 2018, 2020, 2021, and 2022 Ebola outbreaks occurred after vaccination campaigns were carried out in those areas. And on top of that, now, according to this report, there is an, an Ebola, a new Ebola bat lab just down the road from Denver Health which is where the healthcare workers received the Ebola vaccine in case of a future outbreak. Hmm. And this project was in collaboration uh, between Fauci's old department at the NIH, Colorado State University, and EcoHealth Alliance. Remember EcoHealth Alliance and Fauci's NIH were the ones behind the Wuhan virus in a lab where they brought it, they blamed it on a wet market, right? With the very crap that caused COVID, the very activities that caused COVID are now taking place in a Denver lab with workers being injected like lab rats. Sesame Broccolini, your response. I mean, it, it's very clear they're, they're, they're up to the same nefarious things over and over again, and they're going to try to pull the same thing at least one more time. I mean, look, I... Is this disease the, X? That, that, there that is they... no reason for this kind of research or work to be done. I don't think there, there is no real reason. I mean, you mentioned a few other things, too. And, and let's just not forget that the whole vaccine push in part is about money. It's absolutely about of money. Course. It's it's there is a massive industry. People think that it's just the objective recommendation of doctors and quote unquote medical experts, like, like you mentioned at the, at the NIH or at the CDC or at the FDA. No, it is not. There is a, a lobby of people pushing and vying on behalf of the entire pharmaceutical industry and a few specific companies like Pfizer who make billions of dollars off of this. And this is all, of course, very interesting timing, right? Because we're coming, it's been years since the actual pandemic happened, if you want to even call it that. And you're starting to finally see the stock, the stock prices for these companies dip. 
they're finally starting well, to get to a place where they need yeah. more money again. So, I, but well, it's all to here, say though. Here's an opportunity. Here's an opportunity then for more money. This is that's a what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not. Yeah, U.S. taxpayer-funded lab being built in Fort Collins. Um, proposals for the 14,000 square foot facility uh, indicate the lab could store and study some of the most deadly or transmissible pathogens on the planet, including Ebola, uh, NIFA, and COVID-19. So here, here we are, as though, as though it was so great the last time that this was this pandemic was well, pushed and what out does of study the world. Mean now we got that? it happening. And by the way, how would you feel if you were living in Fort Collins right now? Nice property values. I would. I, I don't even want to. I don't even want to fly over there now. Let alone live anywhere near this lab. Can you imagine? No, this is. It's truly. It's disgust. It's really just disgusting. It's criminal. It's insane. I, it, it feels. This is maybe my own little rabbit hole. I don't know why, but it really does feel like at this point, people are just introducing viruses or trying to, because all the study research gain a function. That's what this means. They, they look at, yes. they find viruses in animals and think, how can we get that to transmit to humans in the way that we made COVID transmittable to human beings? And, and, and ultimately, why are they wanting to do that? Let me mm-hmm, tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because over at the World Economic Forum today, they sat around in a round table after talking about disease X, which was their play, which they admitted was their place card for them for 2024. They sat around today talking about how the world had to get on a digital ID so that they could track our shot records. This is about power. This is about controlling every aspect of our lives under the guise of health. Now, coming up in May, the pandemic treaty, uh, the treaty agreement, as Tedros, the head of the World Health Organization, it, it refers to it. He was just talking about that the other day, how we got to get the world. There needs to be a collective response. This is about using viruses that kill people that are that are manufactured, that are churned up to kill people as a ruse. To not only kill people for their depopulations plans, yes, I'm going there, but also as a mechanism to for their new world order, one world government means of control. And we've got to start screaming about this. This is not a conspiracy. They're open about it now, what they're doing. They're not hiding it anymore. We've just become conditioned to accept it. And I'm not going to, and you can't either. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue Tonight's Andrea K. Show. I went from being in a great mood. <laughs> but you know what? I'm always going to be still staying in a good mood because my Lord sits on the throne. Come on back with us. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. <sighs> Cleansing breath. <laughs> Cleansing breath. Glad to have you guys here with me on tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before the break, we were talking about breaking news that I've learned about a, a virus mutation gain of function facility happening and uh, being built in Fort Collins, a healthcare center there, uh, jabbing workers with an Ebola virus that sheds 30, almost 32% of the time. If you missed any part of that, you're going to definitely want to download the podcast to listen to it. Let's have, let's have a little fun on this segment, shall we? Can we talk about the, uh, the good news story of the day? Um, uh, your least favorite Hollyweird libtard, Alec Baldwin, 
has been indicted, according to a grand jury in New Mexico, on an involuntary manslaughter charge related to the shooting of Helena Hutchins, I think her name was. Um, it's, it, I didn't think this, I, I honestly didn't think that this day would come that he would be indicted. I really didn't think it would, it would come because the two tiered system of, well, we actually don't have a system of justice. It's not a system of justice when the elites, whether political or, well, he is a, a the political elites include Hollywood when they get a pass for crimes over and over and over again. And the conservatives get thrown into a gulag. We, you don't have a system of justice. So I didn't think that I would see this day coming. So he faces um, involuntary manslaughter. Um, I, one, one thing I'm confused about, and I probably should have thought about bringing um, a, an attorney on. Maybe I will. Um, but it, it, he would only face 18 months in jail. Uh, look, he was the producer of this movie. He lied. He <coughs> there was there was an attempt to cover up the evidence. Um, there had been there had been complaints um, by the crew about uh, lack of gun safety, not following proper protocols on the set. In addition to being the actor who the person who literally pulled the trigger, he was the producer and the executive producer. Um, there was an attempt to cover up, if I recall correctly. Um, in terms of text messages to the family, he tried to buy off uh, Helena Hutchins's husband, I believe. Um, he went and did multiple media accounts where he claimed he never pulled the trigger. Well, I think according to the reports, they finally decided to indict after forensics uh, of the gun. And because I believe uh, that they actually used um, it was a real gun and it was period. Uh, and. Um, so I think there had to be some like extensive forensic review of this old gun, right? An old type of a gun that's not modern technology. And there was no way that he, he claimed he pointed it in the direction that Helena Hutchins told him to point it. And then he never pulled the trigger. Well, according to forensic reviews, that's impossible. Of course, you really only needed to apply your common sense, um, to this. Um, I think this is a good day. I hope that even if he ends up if he gets is found guilty of involuntary manslaughter, I don't know how he avoids jail time. Um, if it does nothing but forces him to be humiliated, forces him to spend a heck of a lot of money to defend himself, um, I, I, that at least would go a long way for me because he has to be one of the most putrid human beings on the planet. This is a man who called his daughter nasty names when she was a little girl at, that everybody heard in a recording. And it should be criminal for him to have gone on and remarried and had eight more kids with this phony woman who trotted around pretending she had a Spanish, she was Spanish with a Spanish accent and she wasn't. Um, anything you want to add to the story, Sesame? Just, it's, it's nice to see, cause it's not a justice system that we have this, this legal system that we, we, it's not, it's, usually a higher it's a new hierarchy of power made by leftists mm -hmm. to protect their own yeah. and to benefit their own and to enrich their own at the expense of everything else but it is nice to see some little inkling of what feels like justice because alec baldwin the smug guy walks around like he's above the law like he's an untouchable like he's so special yeah. and could never do any wrong could never do anything so heinous or horrible and he's been gaslighting people for years about it so yeah it, it would be nice to see at least some time tiny little inkling 
of accountability in the justice system because he's been walking around with his head held way too high, mm -hmm. just so prideful and full of himself and so much ego. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens from here, but it, this is this is a good thing for me. I, I call this a win. It's a small win, but it is a win. It's a small, yes, absolutely. Um, and, and speaking of another small win, quickly before we have to take a break, Sports Illustrated... <laughs> they laid off most of their employees today. Normally I don't laugh. Normally I've got my eye right now on a new business that opened up in the Pacific beach area. And every day I go by and see an empty parking lot. I feel bad for them because I love entrepreneurs. I love business owners. I uh, so appreciate, um, you know, people that start a business risk money and assume the legal liability, but in the case of a Sports Illustrated, and it's not just because they went woke with their swimsuit edition, but when you start putting obese women, uh, you know, on, on the cover, when you when you include mm -hmm. in the swimsuit mm -hmm. edition women in a hijab, you know, or men, you know, biological males that have a part cut off and pretending to be women, you know what? I can't I can't feel sorry for anybody there because that's a part of the the attempt to destroy our culture. So I consider this a win tonight. They went woke and they've gone broke. Uh, McDonald's is hiring. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in our buddy Bob Walters on this Friday and get an update from him on what's happened in the schools. And hopefully he's going to have more good news for us tonight before he gets into some of the craziness. Stick with us. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, FM 96.1 and streaming all over the world. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Happy Friday. If you're just tuning in, you are listening to the Andrea K show right here on AM 1170. Before the break, we were talking about breaking news related to Alec Baldwin. If you missed that segment or any part of tonight's show, don't forget to download the podcast because there's breaking news regarding to Alec Baldwin. An indictment has come down against him. And I forgot to throw this question out there to you guys. Uh, do you think he will be convicted? Do you think Alec Baldwin will ever face any a jail time? for the uh, shooting of Helena Hutchins. Email me at andreakeshow.com, andreakeshow.com. Moving on now to my favorite part of Friday night's show. It's our, when our dear friend Bob Walters joins us to share the good, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Wasn't there a Clint Eastwood movie by that name? <laughs> it's a good movie. Hey, hey, Bob. Yeah, a great movie. Hey, Bob Walters, welcome back. Good to be here. Um, did you ever right. like that movie, The Good, Bad, and the Ugly by Clint Eastwood? Did I write it? No. Did I no, read it? did you no. like it? Did you like it? Uh, yeah, it was, it was interesting. It was interesting. Yeah. Not, not one of your faves? No. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I didn't expect that Bob Walters would be a spaghetti western kind of guy. So I'm not really surprised by that. Bob, you're a little too highbrow intellectual for that kind of that kind of nonsense. Uh, what do you got for us this week? Got any good news? Well, let's start with the good news first. This is an interesting one. I don't know if it's good news or bad news. Prestigious grammar school in London may admit girls after 500 years in England. Hmm. 
<laughs> this is Emstead Grammar School. I don't know if it's good for the girls or good for the guys. Hmm. Well, I think it depends. No girls. Yeah, I think it depends. You know, I um, we ended up in Slidell, Louisiana, instead of some areas actually in New Orleans, because uh, you know, I, I you know, th- because it, it's mostly all girls and all boys schools in New Orleans, and my parents felt like it was good for me and and it's good for kids to be in a school with boys and girls. So, you know, I, and, and there's pros and cons to it. So I'm not sure. I think you're right. I'm not sure if it's good news or bad. I think it just depends. You know, if they're just admitting girls, fine. Um, I, I'd rather hear that kind of story than, you know, it depends on if they're being forced to allow girls, at least if maybe, at least if the girls don't have to share a bathroom with the boys, I'll take it. <laughs> okay. More good news. School libraries nationwide are increasingly fielding requests to ban books from residents objecting to ideology, graphic depictions, or sexual content. Most remove the targeted books with the stipulation that they, after the review, they might be reinstalled. Well, at least there's great pushback. At least there's great yeah. pushback. Because for so long, Americans had no idea the filth that was on the shelves and going on in, in libraries. And now that they are aware, which is why we do these segments, it's about raising awareness and then hoping people will get active because it actually works when we start pushing yeah, back. Seems so to be working. That is a good, it is. it is a good news story. Okay. California school enrollment is going down maybe 10% in the next five years. We don't know for sure. Yet our governor is demanding that more money be spent on curriculum covering hate, racism, and sexual proclivities. Even math is now considered racist. Newsom took $13 billion from the state's reserve to reach this goal and to start teaching these classes on hate, racism, and sexual proclivities and, and sexual uh, racist math. I don't get it. What? Well, I don't get, well, it's just all about, you know, transforming America. And so to, to think, to see that California school enrollment is going down 10%, that's a huge number. That is a huge number as people are leaving the state, as people are pulling their kids out of these schools and that, you know, that is activism on its own. So that's a good news story. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. West Virginia Senate okayed the bill to allow veterans and retired police to provide armed security at their schools, which is good news. Wonderful. That's wonderful. Because I don't know if you heard, Bob, but the Department of Justice came out and told us what we already knew yesterday, that the Uvalde police were the problem down in Uvalde. But of course, they didn't really say it that way. They said the police failed in their response. But instead of just saying that they were a bunch of bunch of cowards who stood by while children were picked off like in a shooting gallery, they said the problem was is that police can't get there in time and therefore we need to ban guns. No, what we need is armed officers at the schools and ones that are not going to be cowards are actually going to do their job. So hat tip to West Virginia for doing the right thing. I agree. All right, a Christian student punished for wearing homosexual is a sin on his shirt wins settlement from the school district in Tennessee where he was ordered to remove it. His parents filed a case, and it was quickly settled, and he also got $100 payment for his trouble. Well, that is an awesome story. I'm actually surprised this happened in Tennessee 
because uh, I shouldn't be um, because, you know, so many people are leaving California conservatives and flocking to Tennessee. And this is just an example of how you can think you're moving somewhere that's solidly conservative. But this kind of this kind of communistic crap going on and tyranny is happening in every nook and cranny of our society. And thank goodness uh, he's got family and parents that are willing to push back. So that's an awesome story, Bob. Thank you. Okay, Christian teachers are reinstated after being placed on leave for refusing to conceal child gender issues from parents. A federal judge ruled this was in violation of the 14th Amendment and ordered the California School Board of Education to reinstate them, which is good. That's awesome. That happened here in California. Yeah, in California. Wow, that's awesome. So California uh, uh, board fired some Christian teachers um, because they because they weren't going to hide they, it, and deny parents the right to know that the children were being do, involved in this gender crap. And a federal judge forced California to reinstate them. This is fantastic news. Fantastic. It is. All right. Idaho lawmakers have advanced a bill which would restrict access to library materials featuring LGBT content. It also restricts access to material that depicts nudity, sexual conduct, or sexual excitement harmful to minors. You know, I'm glad you did this. Well, yeah, well, I love this good news story, but I'm sitting here thinking we're having to fight to keep pornography from being shoved on children in this country. I know. It's just shocking to me how far we've sunk as, you know, we are now, I I mean, are we, I think we're officially at at a state of Sodom and Gomorrah. I mean, there's just no other way to describe it. It's just insane. Um, but but heading, heading well, I think we're heading in the right direction. I mean, you've this yeah. is uh, this is some of the greatest list of good news stories that you've brought to the program. So this is this is absolutely amazing. Um, but no doubt, you've got some crazy for us. <laughs> you yep. always do. Florida, <laughs> Florida State Board of Education approved a set of rules on Wednesday to prohibit taxpayer funds from being used to promote DEI or sociology in his 29 college campuses. American history would be required, however. Well, that's actually a good news story. It is good. Yeah, some of these are good. They're not all bad. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Okay. A small Cincinnati college attracted non-traditional students. Now, after years of financial distress, Union Institute, which I never heard of, is closing. The feds have cut off federal funds and plan to fine the school for millions of dollars, but I'm not sure why. Article didn't cover it. Professors stopped being paid in April, but they stayed with this college to see if it would turn around, but it didn't. Hmm. Well, you know, I haven't heard of them either, but what I do like about this story is that, um, it, that at least federal funds have been cut off. Um, they're going to, you know, we've got to stop dumping federal money into, colleges and universities there's no reason why i mean you know where people have to pay tuition why do why do why are people paying tuition if taxpayers are paying for it cut the taxpayer dollars that's right <laughs> and, and make university them make them survive off of tuition go ahead the university of washington has revealed that an internal whistleblower has exposed discrimination against white and asian job candidates in a psychology facility 
Some months ago, a black who was rated much lower than the other candidates was chosen to fill the slot. Even whites were excluded from the interview process. Wow. In 1998, the university passed a referendum banning race-based hiring in universities, which was ignored. Now that that department is barred from searching for tenured faculty in the next two years by the federal government. Wow. University. That's the Huskies, right? At University of Washington. Yeah. But they, they need to be sued into oblivion, sued into oblivion. This systemic racism against white people in this country has got to be stopped. And we yeah, need to real. be instituted in good old fashioned lawfare, just like they use the courts to, to persecute and prosecute Americans. They, we, this institutional uh, racism against white people needs to stop. We're going to take a break. We come back. More college crazies coming up with Bob Walters. Stick around. K, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Continuing on with Bob Walters. If you missed last segment, he had some really good news stories to share about um, pushback activities that are re challenging and actually get, actually gaining ground against the indoctrination and sanity going on in our, in our schools. But we had to move on into the craziness and we're deep into it now, Bob, what you got for us? All right. A new course at Rice university chemistry needs to be a racist course. So great. So English is racist. Math is racist. And now they're saying chemistry is racist. Afrochemistry the study of Black Lives Matter, students will apply chemical tool books and analysis to understand Black life in the U.S., and students will implement African-American sensibilities to analyze chemistry. I don't understand that at all. <laughs> I, you know, I, I wasn't a science major. Um, I didn't, I, I don't even remember. I think I took one, you know, chemistry class when I was in high school. Afrochemistry? I mean, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to, don't call me racist, but the first, the only thing I'm thinking of, I, I mean, is this like, a, 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 like, a, you know, a class that studies a, a, an Afro ahead of hair? I mean, I, what is Afrochemistry? I mean, the, the, what is it? The, um, the chart of the, uh, of elements, right? Um, uh, H2O, <laughs> right? What is, does H2O differ if if a black person is studying it in in, in chemistry lab, I it mean, it's crazy. You, it just doesn't make any how, sense at all. How it's do you implement African American? How do you implement? What does it even mean to implement African American sensibilities to analyze chemistry? Chemistry doesn't change depending on who's studies. looking at it. No, the periodic elements, the periodic elements, none of those change. There's no, because of anybody's sensibilities. Well, here's more. An emergency uh, practice at elite medical schools is to segregate students by race 
to teach them about structural racism in healthcare. Really? The University of California School of Medicine requires its first-year students take a class on structural racism and healthcare equality. At some point, they then divide the students by race to discuss anti-race prompts. Wow. It's, it's, it's racism throughout big facets of our schools and education. It's just they're the racists, not us. Uh, totally. And the only thing a doctor needs to understand is bones and how veins work and, and biology and physiology and being able to take a proper assessment according to the old carts method, because I used to train med students and to be able to take a proper history in order to be able to figure out what's going on and come up with a treatment plan. And, you know, and, and, and oh my gosh, this just is, we're so off the rails. We're so off the rails as, as a society. And yep. here's an interesting study that came out though. A recent study from the American Student Assistance Organization completed collaboration with jobs for the future. 81% of employers prioritize skills over degrees, and 72% of employers believe that a degree is not as a reliable way to know the quality of the student. Agree wholeheartedly. Right on. It's, what's, it's sad. College, what value has college got for all the money you're spending? No, it, well, it's not. And, you know, maybe more and more people are going to wise up, put their kids in trade schools or some other way to, to, to learn skills and maybe a drop in enrollment and, and remove some federal funds and maybe they'll turn things around. Well, here's something in your own neighborhood. Uh -oh. <laughs> San Diego uh -oh. College. San Diego Community College has hired a chancellor of racism. Mm. <laughs> he said his job is to discriminate against white and Asian people. <gasps> heterosexuals, and others. His main what? focus will be DEI, and the majority of the students in that school are minority. Good wow. luck to San Diego Community College. <laughs> I might, you know what, Sesame, we not, might have to invite this person on the show to explain themselves. <laughs> yeah. I, would I think we're so. going to do I that. I so, yeah. Make a note of that. Make a note of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Bob, you can't got any more bad news for me, do you? I'm afraid I do. <laughs> After New York Democrats have failed to give an estimated 100, 1 million illegals the right to vote in 2022, they're at it again. The Supreme Court stopped the first effort. Republican officials now say they are registering illegals who are in the shelters to vote. <gasps> yeah, Really? They're registered. They're just flat out <clears throat> registering illegal aliens to vote in New York. In their shelters, yeah. In the shelters. Okay, former Education Secretary Bill Bennett says the recent survey of students on, from 81 countries, survey that's done, tested some students around the world, U.S. is now in the last place in the, in the world when it comes to math. He blames schools for lowering standards with colleges, along with the high wow. schools who've weathered down the ability to pass these tests. They're now the lowest has ever been seen. And we're in the last place of 81 countries in the world. Devastating. This is how you destroy a nation. It is. This is how you destroy a nation. You dumb down the society, turn, indoctrinate these students into communism, open our borders to flood in millions of illegals. It's just devastating. All right. New York yeah. and Texas public schools are displaying now a map of the world it shows Arab worlds, but no Israel on it. 
Israel is missing wow. from the map of the world that these two uh, states are, are putting up in their in their classes throughout the, the systems. Another crazy. That's another crazy story out of Texas. You keep bringing me more and more negative stories out of Texas. That's just a reminder to me of how far the left has made progress in turning that state blue. Yep. That shouldn't be happening in Texas. Here's another one in your neighborhood. Uh-huh. Federal court hears contempt accusations against es- Escondido School District, who refused to reinstate two teachers who refused to lie to parents about their kids' gender dysphoria. Well, hopefully that's going to have the same outcome as the other when those Christian t- uh, uh, teachers uh, were reinstated. So hopefully uh, we're going to get good news on that story. Yep, I agree. We're almost out um, of time, Bob. Well, one more. Leaders at Meadow Public Charter School have been fighting for their students to participate in sports and extracurricular activities with public school district kids, the same as homeschool kids are allowed to now. I didn't realize it was being different. Homeschoolers were allowed to participate, but charter school kids are not. Anyway. Well, that's because the left, as you've reported many times, is waging a war on charter schools. All right, We the Kids. Yes, We the Kids, great organization. When your kids are being indoctrinated in school, and they, and they are to some extent, mm-hmm. uh, you should get a hold of you, the, you, We the Kids.us. Look them up, We the Kids.us. And they'll send you books and materials and that can help teach kids to be proud of America, to know the Constitution, and to know the history that really they should, you should, should be aware of. Encounter their indoctrination that's been going on. It's free, doesn't cost awesome. anything. And yes. the donation you want to make, great. That would be nice. But Fantastic. Great organization. Great, fantastic organization. Do you have an update for us on the uh, death tax initiative? Well, we got, we got extended two months, which is good because they, they weren't making it otherwise. We have two months just given last week. Uh, and I have lots of petitions that I've printed, maybe 100 of them. And, and anybody who calls me, I'll send them to you, one or 100, whatever you want. <laughs> My number is seven. Well, how about just give your email? Don't give your phone number out, Bob. Let's give your email out. Let's play it All safe. Right. Robert Joseph Walters at gmail.com. Awesome. How's that? Well, my dear, you have a wonderful weekend. Thank you for a great report tonight. So many good stories and updates. And you always include stories nobody else is reporting on. So God bless you, my friend. You too. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Thanks, sweetie. And you guys stick around. Another hour of the Andrea K Show coming up. We got more craziness, more fun, and some more serious topics to share with y'all. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.